Pickaxe. to episode 38 of the DNR podcast is brought to today by you lovely folks over on patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r every month we do our best to put up a plethora of content on patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r and you guys are helping us keep the lights on bring you new episodes and grow the podcast we obviously can't thank you guys enough for your continued support and we hope you enjoy all the bonus content Previously for Group B, it's been a long, exhausting, and dangerous trip through the Divide. After picking up an amnesiac from Aubrey named Tamara, they quickly discovered that she actually was cursed with lycanthropy. A near wolf out within the party prompted the group to have a serious discussion about how to handle this young woman. It was eventually decided that they would take her to Dern Hollow and let the authorities there deal with her. After a fight with some dire wolves the group is about to go through some personal effects that were found after the fight. And that's where we're picking things up today. Let's do that thing where we go around the table to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Ian. Ian here. I play Calden Halek, the half-elf sorcerer. And Jamie. Hello, I'm Jamie. I play Tatiana, the human rogue. And Karen. Hi, I'm Karen. I play Callie, the Druid elf. And Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Braylon, the halfling bard. And Jameson. Hey, I'm Jameson. I play Larg, the half orc Larg. <laughs> <laughs> and Valerie. Hi, I'm Elena, and I play the hungry, hungry. Wait, I'm not Elena. Wait. Hi, I'm Valerie, and I play Elena, the human fighter. Uh, cut, take two. Everyone reset. <laughs> uh, today's, today's episode is brought to you by Spam and Too Many French Fries. Now, uh, I, don't, I don't believe in a higher power or a deity. But I'm praying that you guys make it out of this fucking forest today. <laughs> I really Same. am. Oh. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to do it. So the group <laughs> is taking a short rest uh, after a nasty fight with some dire wolves. Uh, Callie in particular really got thwacked uh, on the noggin. So let's do that now. Does anyone want to roll some hit die or, or anything like that? Uh, Braylon will use one hit die. Okay. I think oh, I does a short rest two. not give you back HP? Nope. Not unless you oh. take it. Yeah. So, that's what I got back. <laughs> that's a two. Okay. I have I'm going to take some two. <laughs> Shit. There we go. Wow, that's ma- that's 12. <laughs> All for, healed uh, up. That's, that's, damn. damn. 
Okay. Alanis Hardy. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, so for one hour, you guys are going to to chill. It's it's floating right around noon, one o'clock. It is the <laughs> it's the sixteenth of EST. It's been that for a while. <laughs> I feel like it's been about two months. Yeah. <laughs> I I have a good feeling, guys. So here's what I want to do. Let's fast track some things. I want one of you to give me a flat D20. Now, if this is a higher roll, we're gonna we're gonna start simulating some stuff. We're gonna move stuff along a little bit, uh, barring any conversations that you guys want to have or uh, anything that uh, that comes to light you guys want to talk about. That's one thing. But other than that, if it's a higher roll, we're gonna start we're gonna start moving forward. We're gonna get going. So you get you guys to Dern Hollow. Uh, does that sound good to everybody? Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes. before we do this roll, mm-hmm. who got what? We got some stuff. Yeah, I did. Want yes. To talk about the cool weapons. Yeah. Uh, so you guys did. You guys did find some stuff. Uh, did. Uh, how did you? Because this was Tatiana who found it, right? Yeah. Uh, Tatiana's had the hot hand now, in terms of finding cool stuff. Uh, how did How did Tatiana divvy this up? Well, I remember when everything was found, she is keeping the gold to herself. So that's 300 gold in, in Tati's pocket. Okay, let me make sure that I write that down because I will forget. Okay. How many? 300? 300. Okay, 300 gold. And then um, as she finds these weapons, she is going to, like, look at them to try to, like, be like, oh, is this good or is this shitty, like, stock weaponry um, and then pass them around to the group to be like hey everybody I found this these cool things so the gold you're pocketing correct but uh, the two weapons you're going to be like hey guys look like weapons mm-hmm. okay. look what I found <laughs> <laughs> okay let's let's do that um, so this was a, <clears throat> a quarterstaff and a short bow both of which I would say that it's pretty evident that these are not off the rack models. They're not, uh, cause like your average quarterstaff, your average short bow, they're gonna be, uh, constructed of not low grade materials, but, uh, no one's going out of their way to, to, to etch anything fine into these or to, uh, to, to wrap them in anything. So these are definitely going to look, uh, a, a cut above what you find in most shops. These were probably made custom, like someone had these ordered. Ooh, fancy. Sadly, it didn't help when the, with the wolves, but, you know. <laughs> had True. too many weapons. And I know that I asked last time if anybody else used a short bow, because I know Tatiana does, but I wasn't sure if that was anybody else's main weapon. Hmm. I think I could, right? Simple weapons? Or is that to say simple range weapons? I don't, I don't know. I think that just falls under simple weapon. I'll look it up really quick. Thank you. No problem. And like obviously she couldn't use a quarter staff, so I'll take my quarter staff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh Who was yeah. that? Who whispered that? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Your whisper's so feminine. Wow. <laughs> uh, that is a simple ranged weapon, the uh, the short bow. 
Can I use it? No. It just says simple weapons. It does say simple melee weapons, right? Well, well, simple weapons usually lumps both of them in. Oh. <laughs> well, Braylon will ask for the short bow. Unless I can already see what you're doing in your head, Jamie. Which is what? You're going to take that one and then give me your hand-me-down short bow. No, no. I, I was literally asking because I, I got the armor last time. Oh, oh wow. Okay, maybe yeah. I'm the only asshole here. Okay, good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Braylon would, would ask for it. He was like, well, you know, you already got one on your back, so this one I could use? Uh, she is going to roll her eyes and hand it to Braylon and be like, you know what? You're right. You probably need it more than I do. He's not even going to He's not even gonna wince at the slight. He's gonna, as soon as you say, you take it, he's going to grab it and run away. <laughs> 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 well, let me just add that to your inventory. One vicious short bow. Boop. Gasp. It's vicious. All right. There you go. So he's going to look at the short bow and just like, <laughs> pretend like he's shooting and he really doesn't have any arrows. He's like, oh. Oh, oh yeah, you have crossbow bolts, but no arrows. going to walk back up to Hey, um, you mind if I, he's going to have air quotes, borrow some arrows? I mean, you got quite a few on your back. Um, because of the way that he took that bow, Tatiana will respond with, I mean, yeah, sure, I'll sell you some. (laughs) (laughs) Frown, extra frown. If his lips could go to the floor, they would frown off of his mouth (laughs) and his legs and say, no, 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 that's fine. I'll just find some. And he'll walk away, give her a nice little bow, like a super, super dramatic, <laughs> and begin scouring near the dead guys for for arrows. Oh. Do me a favor, roll a d20. Oh no, God, please. Oh, that's not bad. You are going to find some arrows. Oh, thank God. You're going to find a thank full God. quiver of arrows, which makes what? it, which makes it feel like, um... Ooh. These guys didn't even get a chance to fight back, maybe. <laughs> like, oh, these oh, wolves oh, just oh, descended yeah. on them and... They were uh, jumped. Yeah. Okay. Well, when uh, when I find them, I'm going to pick them up and say, Yes! See the dead body? And then, remembering what Lard did, try my best to reenact an Arathis prayer. Calden comes over with some, oh, like, crude arrows made of ice. And he's like, I made you... They're not going to last long, but... oh." <laughs> <laughs> Use them quick. <laughs> never, never mind. You just drops them on the ground. Uh this uh, quarterstaff. I'm, I'm hearing Callie. Maybe want these? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. All wanted. right. Let me let me add that to your inventory. Cool. All right. Why is that a zero? <laughs> because I'm weak. Oh, you're just crappy. Okay, so that's... No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm oh, kidding. Man. Second time, he's done that today. <laughs> I hate you. I love you, Karen. What does this quarterstaff do? Well... It, just, it says magic. It's it, 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 it does have a touch of magic. Um, maybe this will maybe this will make you feel better. When you roll a 20 on your attack with this magic weapon, your crit deals an extra 2d6 damage. 
She'll never hit because I'm so weak. No, you can still roll a 20. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe. So that divvies up uh, that divvies up the, the wonderful gear. You know what? I am going to make this up to you right now, Karen. Okay. Do me a favor. Roll a flat D20. Let's see how the rest of this day is going to go. I have a good feeling. How is this making it up to me? What, what? if I rolled that? <laughs> well, that's more up to you. Oh, Look at that oh shit. God. Say it. Say it. Almost a crit. There you go. 19. How about... How about we get on the road here? Okay. <laughs> While you guys are uh, making your way here, uh, is there anything you want to discuss? Is there because uh, I would say it's dawning on all of you that uh, you're less than two days outside of Dern Hollow. Now, uh, obviously, Tamara agreed that she would essentially be taken into custody. Uh, she doesn't have too much of a choice. You guys are her best shot at getting back to civilization here, and she wasn't doing too well without you. So she agreed. Does anyone have any thoughts on that? Is there anything you guys would like to discuss outside of that? Well, I did want to ask what her sort of kind of reaction and, and kind of attitude were after that the fight with the wolves and after Larg uh, caught her and had a moment with her. Um, <laughs> kind of like what just kind of has her attitude changed any or has she been kind of just quiet or did she seem really stressed or anything like oh, that? Oh, she seemed intensely stressed after the fight, but then you guys sat around for, for an hour and uh, she regained some composure. Okay. Um, but I would say the closer you guys the closer you guys get to Dern Hollow, you could tell that uh, she's probably a bit more introspective, maybe uh, maybe a lot going on in her mind. Uh, as anyone would, you know, as anyone would. Yeah, Larg would probably try to go out of the way to make a little bit more small talk with her, just on the way, especially if she notices, uh, he notices she's kind of tense. Would there be anything specific that, that Larg would say? Um, just kind of like, I, I don't know, I think he would try to reassure her that he's not like, he's they're not going to put her in prison when they get there. Um, you know, we'll we'll get a room and and you can stay there until, you know, until we hear back from Aubrey and you know we'll be okay. And she would probably nod. It probably would make her feel a little bit better because I think uh, if your imagination were to run wild, it would probably be something like, oh, they're going to put me in a cell somewhere or uh, yeah or something like that. So that's probably like the fact that you are going to stick around until someone shows up, or at least uh, until you hear back. Uh, that that probably makes her feel a little bit better. Yeah, and he'll he'll just kind of make small talk anyway. Like he'll tell her about um, Donhurst and like some of the people he knew, and uh, like there's this lady who ran a, a food cart that he really liked, and you know he really hopes that she made it, and you know if she did, then you know he'll introduce her and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, she would probably stick fairly close to Larg. Um, as you guys are making your way down the road here and uh, just, you know, bits of chit-chat going back and forth as the day ticks on by. Okay. Let's boop, subtract one day here. Uh, it is the end of the day on the 16th, and I would say you guys are setting up camp. It has been largely uneventful besides the whole dire wolf incident. Is there anything anyone would like to do as you bed down for the evening? Braylon would want to talk to Larg about Arathis. He wants to learn about Arathis. He's taking a lot. He wants to take notes. He wants to 
like learn what kind of training Larg had to go through to become a paladin? Just out of curiosity. Because I think the only other paladin I met was Craig, who stayed with us for a long time. Mm. Right? Yeah. Mm. Let's just like, ask him like general questions like, oh, how old were you when you started training? How heavy is your armor? <laughs> Sorry about drawing on the back of your helmet. It was a good opportunity. I didn't want to waste it. <laughs> but like genuinely interested in Arathis overall. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll spend most of the time talking more about Arathis um, than himself. Um, but he'll he'll get into it a little bit, and he'll say, you know, being being outside like this, it's you know, uh, kind of really shows how important Arathis is because you know, without civilization, you know, this is it. And he kind of looks around at the woods and makes a face. He's like, and you know, and this is okay, but. It's not. It's not. It's not enough for people, you know. Like it's nature's fair, and he kind of glances over at Callie a little bit. It's like <laughs> it's fair, you know, just because you know everybody gets um, the same chance. But when there's people like us who have the ability to do more, then you can do better than nature and you can make it more than fair. You can make sure that everybody has the same opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so not. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's what Arathis is like. He'll point to his instrument and he'll say that doesn't exist in nature. Mm. Oh, my, that, wait, you talking about my music or yeah. Music oh. doesn't exist in nature. There's beautiful sounds, but it's not music. That, that couldn't exist without civilization. Yeah. He's going to whoop around the loot. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty true. You know what I miss the most, though? Is a bed. Mm, I like beds. Yeah, yeah. You know, baths. Baths are nice. You know what my favorite thing is? Are, um, I like I like really big buildings. Oh, me too. To me, that's the that's the best. Is, is like a really cool, a really big, a really tall building. Because I don't know how they make them. But um, I like them a lot. I really, I really loved the the temple back home. Mm, yeah, that that's a pretty nice temple. Sorry about the window. You know, Calden he doesn't really appreciate art. Sometimes, you know, smashing the glass like that. I don't know what his problem was. But well, yeah, I mean that's okay. You can always fix stuff. That's the other thing about it. Um, you know, sometimes you have to break things or or start over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's that's what that's what Arathis teaches is, is you move, you know, you move forward. So everybody has a, has a better shot next time. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty good lesson. And he's going to be taking notes in his little notebook. Yeah. Arathis yeah. step yeah. forward, baths, beds, fixing <laughs> stuff, tall buildings, Lark avoided questions about childhood question mark. <laughs> yeah. he kind of sounds like he's quoting a little bit of like somebody other than himself. Like, you know, that thing when, when you have a class that you really, like and you start to sound like your teacher when you talk about it <laughs> yeah, but, yeah 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 so that's that's what he does a little bit but he he goes on for for a while about that kind of thing okay brown would just write it all down before the night's over yeah and i have a quick character note too for like the night since this is tatiana's first night sleeping in camp with her group she is probably going to have not a very restful night's sleep just wanted to throw that out there 
Oh, she doesn't make a second camp, though? She does not make a second camp tonight, no. <laughs> progress, progress. Progress. <laughs> and Braylon will, will whisper to Lark. Yeah. Moving called forward. Him, called, like, when he sees this, he's just going to give her, like, a just like a silent nod. Like, he's glad that she's back, back with him. She'll give him a little smile as she's, like, setting up her sleeping bag or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Her dragon horde pile. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't hear that 300 gold jingle jangle. <laughs> what was that, Tati? I thought you... Oh, no. I just heard. <laughs> uh, Tamara would probably uh, approach Callie at some point. Uh, one, to make sure she's okay. Because that was a nasty bump on the head. Uh, and two, uh, she would approach her and and say, I really appreciate you sticking up for me. You're welcome. I I don't think you have to... I, don't, I know you didn't say thank you, but I don't think you have to thank me for that. Just doing what I felt was right. I was thinking about going to speak to Tatiana... How do you think that would go? She's she's very much testing the waters, just kind of uh, just like how, how deep would that be? Like how you know that type of thing. Um, I maybe give it another day. She's in camp with us, but she's still very tense about this whole situation. Okay. Um. I, I just want to smooth it over. I don't... Again, I don't want to be a bother, and I really do appreciate you taking me back to town. I would say it's no problem, but... I mean, it's no problem to me. I just... I want everyone to get what they deserve. And if you want to live a normal life, I think you deserve that. She's going to smile at that and uh, kind of kind of look down at the fire that's going. Well, I'll try to talk to her while we're on the road tomorrow. Maybe she'll be a little more loose by then. Yeah, some small talk. Kind of ease your way in. It's probably a better approach. Hey, Braylon. Yes? Do me a favor, roll a perception check. Oh my god, why me? Just, 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 just wondering, just... It's gonna snatch, someone's gonna snatch me up. Ooh, what you gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) That's a 19. It is a 19. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a 23. Braylon's gonna see something move in the woods. That, that's what a 19 gives me? Um, well, hold on, I'm not done. Oh, okay, okay. Golly. At first, Braylon's going to think that this was maybe uh, a trick of the light, something uh, the campfire is kind of giving off, you know, shadows kind of move around and stuff. But um, it's going to start from the uh, western portion of the camp. This is just outside of the light that's being given off by the campfire. And it's going to dart from tree to tree. And then Braylon's going to see nothing for a while, but... You know, when you see something, you, 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 your, your gaze is very intense. It's like, okay, is that going to happen again? And it does. 
and it's going to slowly make its way around. It, it, it appears to be humanoid in shape. Uh, it's definitely up on two legs, and it's going to move gradually east, kind of circling the camp. Good. Very circling. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> I would well, assume, because of the long talk I have with Lark, I'm kind of setting up camp near him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pretend like I'm going through my bag and shift mm-hmm. over to him a little bit and be like, Lark, you need to be very quiet, but there's something stalking the camp. Where? And he'll turn and just look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop my head for a second and then spin the loot around my back and I'm going to cast Bane as a level 2 which doesn't do anything for this instance but I only have level 2's left but I have the ability to cast a level 2 to target multiple creatures Okay. but since I can see it I'm going to target it uh, and every time it tries to do something such as an attack or a saving throw it has to make a charisma saving throw and if it fails then it has to roll a d4 and subtract it it's a concentration, and it lasts for a minute. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna bite my thumb, spin the loot around, and start playing uh, evil woman or black magic woman. <laughs> yes. And then, like, I would assume, Calden at least knows that. Well, like, when I bite, well, yeah, Calden would know when I bite my finger. I'm casting Bane, so there's something around. Since I can't really say lyric, I have to say the voice part of the spell, so I can't tell him what's going on. I think okay. it would be the I think it would be the music. Like okay. he would know like he would hear that tune and like he would look at he would look to you immediately. Mm. Like just sort of stop what he's doing and like look over to you. So that's like your specific tune for For Bane. I think any song that involves black magic or like something with the words evil in it is Bane. I wanna say. That's canon now. The black ma- black magic woman is preferred for Bane. Alright. Yeah, Calden will, will look over at Braille and see him doing this sea larg, like scanning the, the woods, and he'll try and follow Braylon's eyeline to see if he can see. Uh, do me a favor, give me a perception. That's one of my good ones. Just kidding. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I would say that this this figure is uh, this figure stationary, and after after a few moments. It is going to start to walk toward the camp. And as it gets closer, the, the campfire is going to illuminate. Um, and it is, it, it's a man, a uh, human. Um, and he's going to have his hands up, moving toward the camp. I mean you no harm. And he's going to, to almost kind of be, not, not, not crouching, but, um, a very, uh, uh, you know, a very like, I, I, I come in peace type of pose. As he as he moves towards the camp, and he's going to get uh, probably a good fifteen feet away uh, from you guys, and uh, stop again. Hands still up. Calden will say, uh, "Who are you, stranger?" Tamra is going to get up from where she's sitting and dart towards this person, mm-hmm. and she is going to wrap her arms around this person, uh, and he is going to hug her back. She needs to give me a saving throw, but not just playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very aggressive hug. It's... Uh, so I would say Bane, Bane I, like, when, he, when I see that, I like, hit the wrong note, and I look at Lark, and I put my, my instrument back on my back, but I'm looking at him like with sad puppy eyes, like, oh. Yeah, Lark looks down. Oh. Uh, and Tamara's going to turn to the group. 
this this is Grayson. And and she's going to almost be looking to the group like, you know, like that. Um, That's the guy from Aubrey, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Raylan would not know. Uh, And she's going to give a brief explanation. He's from Aubrey. We this is the person I was telling you about. I. And she's going to she's going to she's going to look at him and kind of snap it. How did you get here? I've been looking for you for days. And he's going to look to the party. I assume you've given her some assistance. Kind of, um, not judging the party, but kind of feeling you out like she's not a prisoner, right? Like, that that type of thing. Uh, Calden will say, we found her in the woods, uh, exposed to the elements, and we've promised to give her safe passage with us to Dern Hollow. <laughs> Braylon mouths the word naked behind Calden. <laughs> um, I want to insight check him. Uh, please. What what are you what are you trying to feel I'm out? I'm trying to I'm trying to feel out if he is as concerned about her or if he's like just get a sense for why he was out here looking for her. Ah, okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. And yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a seven. Um, this like this. I I would say you're taking this at face value. Like this is just like what you're what you're picking up. And he's going to um, give her one more squeeze and then move toward the party again. I can't thank you enough for for helping Tamara out. The whole town's been concerned. I I've done what I could to track her down, but this is a relief. You're a long way from Aubrey. How did you find her? It wasn't easy, but well, I can consider myself lucky traveling through the woods this long and nothing unfortunate has happened to me. And and he's going to, he's going to look her over. I guess I can't say the same for you, though. Um, and he's going to look very, very concerned, almost overly so. I don't like it. Can I inside check him, please? You, you <laughs> can absolutely go right ahead. Fuck off! Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's an eight. That's my good ones too. Wow, you're rolling with a plus six, and that was it. An <laughs> I know. Okay, whatever. Uh, he's he's going to um, he's going to motion toward Tamara and and kind of brush her hair back behind her ear and uh, kind of be checking for the the visible scratches and, and bumps and bruises that the day has kind of, <laughs> kind of given her. And she uh, she's she's going to look over to the party one more time and he'll he'll circle back. Can I offer you any gold? Any any compensation for this? This is. Truly, I, 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 I can't thank you enough. I'm certainly in your debt. Yes, we'll, we, we'll accept all currencies. <laughs> <laughs> we take Visa, Discover, <laughs> MasterCard, Electra, Venmo. Electra. Elena's got a square reader. <laughs> uh, but come, come and sit. Come and sit 
at our fire. He, Calden's gonna see that that she it, does. She look like stressful or? I mean, she kind of ran over and hugged him. So yeah, no, she looks actually much more relaxed than she's uh, probably been so far since you've since you've met her. Yeah, Colin's just gonna kind of like wave them over to the fire and be like, "Sit, sit, come." Yes. Yeah, Can and I make it, something canon really quick. Sure. Can Tatiana have been sitting at the fire this whole time, like on a log, and as? called and sort of ushers them over she's gonna get up off of this long log so that they can sit together and she's gonna go across the way okay is it Ooh, um, like sulk by a tree like back like back with the tree arms not crossed. necessarily sulk by a tree but definitely like in the back she wants to hear the conversation that's gonna transpire but she is definitely going in her mind to the worst possible place which would be that this guy's a, another one because oh, wow. she didn't, she didn't talk to Tamara about any of her backstory or anything. She wasn't there, so she doesn't know any of that. So she just assumes that she like, just assumes that, like, oh, this must be one of her pack. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> so absolute worst case scenario. All right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he would he would come right over and not not quite like arm around her, but just like you could tell he he may not have expected to find her in one piece. Like that's how worried. Uh, that, that that he's coming off as. Uh, so yeah, he would definitely take a seat by the fire and um uh and 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 sit with you all, yeah. And Colin will, Colin will ask him, are you uh you've come all this way from Aubrey. Was it on behalf of her safety or the safety of others? What she can do? He's going to sort of narrow his eyes at Calden and then look over uh, look over at Tamara and she's going to she's going to give like a very subtle nod. Oh, so you know. Yes, we had the unfortunate experience of finding out in the most terrifying way possible. The brand's gonna jump in. She almost killed us. He's gonna give him like this straight up, straight look, just like staring at him. And Colin will nod his head like, my boy's right. He is going to grip Tamara's hand and look her right in the eye. You poor thing. Th- this is why you can't go running off. I understand that you felt trapped. You could have hurt yourself. And after after a moment of this, he's probably going to realize, well, that's a touch insensitive to all of you, and look back to the party. I'm sorry. I, I am, of course, concerned for your safety retroactively, but I, I just met you. I'm, I apologize. That seems callous. Don't worry about it. We've had our scrapes. I take it everything did work out, though. Brandon will talk up. Yeah, I mean, we're alive, you know, looking around. One thing, though, uh, Gordon, Graman, what, what's your name again? Grayson. Grayson, gotcha. G-Man. Uh, what? Where are you? Where are you going after all this? Where, where are you? Get, what's home for you? Well. Back to Aubrey uh, before 
all of this unpleasantness happened, we were mostly happy there. And he's going to look over to Tamara, look, right? Is that, is that okay with you? And she would, she would nod her head uh, and speak up. This is fantastic news, actually. We, we don't have to burden you anymore. We could just make our way back to Aubrey by ourselves. We could start tonight and, and just let you all be. That's not a good idea. And then Brandon will look back to the group or whoever's like around him for backup. Tatiana's making bug eyes like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Colin's going to hold up his hand and say, how many people in Aubrey know about know about this? <sighs> Grayson's going to kind of look away a bit and and then look to Tamara and then she's going to look away well um very few I guess would be the answer to that you must understand it's a very sensitive topic in town uh, it would be in any town but Aubrey's had its fair share of encounters with the less understood afflictions. It's just better for all involved if we keep Tamara calm and go about our day-to-day -day lives. They're oh. very concerned for her safety. Yeah, we know about keeping her calm. That's We figured that rule out very fast. Not a question. And you've done a tremendous job. I, I can't thank you enough, but... Hold on, I'm gonna stop you right there are there others like Tamara in Aubrey right now not to my knowledge no no nothing like that you see the problem that we have is although it might be a quiet life and an easy life for you to let this slide under the rug not notify anyone and keep people calm that way the risk of an outbreak or some possible uh, changing that could put everyone at risk. This is not something that we can allow. Uh, Grayson is going to kind of scoot forward on this log and not take a defensive stance, but he's a little less laid back, I guess, a little less relaxed. I understand your concern, and believe me, I, I, I don't say what I'm saying lightly. I understand the responsibilities. Tamra understands the responsibilities. And while we do like to keep this quiet, I assure you it's not always been easy. It's something she has to live with every single day. And he's, he's going to look over to Tamra. I care for her very much, and I would do anything to make sure that the sort of unpleasantness you had to go through would not happen in town. You have my word on that. Well, no offense, but your word or anyone's word isn't going to carry a lot of weight like that. I mean, 
she's run away, transformed, attacked us, even not meaning to. I, I can see you care about her a great deal, but what about the other people of Aubrey? Do you care about them? Of course I do. That's our home. Hmm, insight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not getting the vibe that he cares. <laughs> go, yes, go right ahead. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say with that, you're picking up if there's a hierarchy, caring about Tamara probably is above Aubrey. It's not that he doesn't care. It's just, you know. <laughs> so Larg will stand up at that. I assume everybody's sitting, so he just stands up. And he hasn't been really looking. He's been kind of looking into the fire this whole time. And But he'll say... I don't believe you. Grayson would stand up. Uh, Tamara would too. Probably reaction, just kind of a reaction to it. Yeah, he's not. He's not being aggressive. He's not holding a weapon or anything. Right. But no, um, neither is he. Yeah. And no, oh, good. He, he's just going to look at him and, and, and say, you, "This can't be. This can't be a secret. You can't keep it a secret because." If she changes here, we dealt with it, but we were very lucky. If she changes there, and he'll start walking a little bit towards them, mm. it might not matter how lucky they are, because I'm me, and he'll walk through the fire to get to them. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a statement. <laughs> and then he'll say... But what if it's a kid? What if it's an old woman? What if it's anybody else who isn't us? And it will end right in his face. So, right about the point where Larg is literally stepping through fire to not square off, but uh, to, to approach the two of them, uh, he would probably move his arm out in front of Tamara and... and kind of scoot her back just a bit and he would definitely be taking a defensive stance and I'd say he would just about be ready to speak up when Tamara moves forward just kind of a to probably extinguish any animosity before it starts right mm -hmm. and she would um she would put her hand on Larg's arm. Larg, he he does understand. It's don't don't you see though? You don't have to worry about this anymore. He there's never been a problem in Aubrey. When 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 I'm with Grayson, he he's good at reminding me. It it it'll be okay. And he's going. Uh, she's going to try to make eye contact with Larg. Really, you don't have to tell anyone. Um, he softens a little bit, and he looks back at her, and he he kind of just touches the the symbol, the holy symbol on his chest. He says, "I do have to worry because I want you, I want you to be okay, but everybody else needs to be okay too." 
Grayson is going to step forward and get close to Larg. Like, the, the, I, I would say you were almost touching, but not, you know, it's, again, he's not trying to square off with Larg, but he wants to make very, very certain that Larg hears this. I do appreciate what you've done for Tamara. You most likely saved her life. But you would be condemning her to death if you let the people of Aubrey know about this. Don't you think she has a right to live? I don't think it's that simple. I can't let you tell them. You understand that, don't you? Okay, now Larg does start to, like, square off a little bit. Okay. He's going to say, what does that mean? And Colin's going to just pipe up and he's going to say, we're taking, we'll take the both of you to Dern Hollow. There we're contacting Aubrey. We're letting them know that she is here. We're letting them know about her condition. They have to know. This can't be a secret. Larg is absolutely correct. Of course she has a right to live. So does everyone else. You can't put them at jeopardy. And if the town decides to terminate her because of her condition, then that is the town's decision. Grayson is going to swallow hard. And he is going to grab Tamara by the hand and start to motion away from the camp. And Calden is going to cast Hold Person on him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had the spell. I'm so happy. <laughs> so, like, a bunch of... Uh, this is a spell that we haven't seen Calden cast before, and it's a little bit like... Um, there's, a, there's a little bit of, like, flurry of stuff that comes off of him. Like, we see magic... Uh, like we see him cast magic, but there, it's not quite so flourishing or dramatic as before because what's actually happening is inside of him. Um, this is like a lesser version of uh, with his time with these like animals and killing them and like die, he's been able to like dial that power in a little bit and he's found a way to like do it non-lethally. And part of that is just like freezing people's muscles so that they can't uh, move. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's going to try and attempt on this dude. Hold on, I gotta bring it up. One second. Okay. I think it's a saving throw. I think it's a wisdom saving throw. Um, yeah, wisdom saving throw. Alright. And the DC is 15. 15. So, okay, that's just flat for him. So... Uh, nope, that's an 11. Um, so, yeah, like, wow, we 15. don't actually... Jesus. <laughs> I know, and I tra- <laughs> and it's not 16, because that, that was my saving throw. So, yeah, what, like, again, like, we don't really see what's going on, but he stops and freezes. We, and maybe we see, like, maybe some, like, frost or something yeah. in the mucous membranes around him, but... It, all that's happening is inside. Like if we were flowing through his bloodstream um, and seeing like vessels and muscles just like freeze up. 
And Colin is just going to hold there and concentrate on the spell and say, no, you're not taking her. So Larg will look to, to Tamara and, and it, his, his expression is completely softened at this point. And he's kind of just like pleading with his eyes and he just says, you, you can't. Tamara's going to panic just a little bit. And uh, the second he stops, I would imagine I... I... (laughs) 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 You want to tell everybody at home what you just typed in? I was just joking around and I typed in, while this is happening, Tati starts building our little forest village for us to live in since we're never leaving. (laughs) Tamara's going to start to panic just a little bit because I would imagine she could feel his touch get colder like I I would imagine because like that is definitely what Kaladin's tapping into the the frost powers and everything like that so can I roll persuasion to try to keep her calm a little bit uh you know what what would you say to her yeah yeah it'd be like kind of just what he was saying just like you can't you know you can't this this isn't right it's not right to keep this a secret. We want to do the right thing. Uh, do me a favor, roll persuasion. Oh my god. Oh. That is a nat one. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Also, your boyfriend sucks. <laughs> Man, the, the, I, the dice are not kind tonight. Um yeah. She is going to look at Larg, and you could tell that she's starting to tear up just a little bit. She is, she's starting to panic just a bit. They're going to kill me. Don't you get it? There's a good chance that they'll just kill me. They'll be fair. They have to be fair. They're fair to everybody. Well, that's good. She's going to start to breathe heavily, and she's going to tug at Grayson, like trying to get him to march forward. And you could tell, like he's straining to, but it's just, it's just not happening. And she's going to, she's going to yell because she's not exactly sure who did it, but she's got a good idea. So probably glance in in Calvin's general direction. Oh, it's Let, like he, it's like verbal somatic, like right. You can so he's tell do, he okay. Cast a spell. Okay, yeah. so then it's, it's not it's, sneaky. Okay, that's what I was about to say. Magic usually isn't, but like I wasn't exactly sure what the components were. So she is going to yell directly at Keldon. Let him go. Do you promise that you will stay here and let us take you to Dern Hollow as we planned, as you agreed? Uh, again, breathing, breathing very heavily. You could, you could tell she's just feeling exceedingly trapped. Like there is, there's, there's not much she can do in this situation. Tears are going to start to roll down her cheeks here. Just let him go and we could talk about it some more, but you know, this isn't fair. I know it's not what you want, and it doesn't seem fair from where you're standing. But you know it isn't fair to the people of Aubrey 
or any town. And Calden will release the spell. Oh boy, I would say Grayson would um, would kind of shake free of it after after a few moments, and yeah, there's probably some like stiffness. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <Michael> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he would uh, he would whip around, um, nostrils kind of flaring, like "Oh, you prick!" Like that was not cool. That that type of thing. I mean, it was, but you know, cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And he is again going to reach out, kind of, um, kind of blindly, like reach over and 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 grab for uh, Tamara's hand, and kind of stare off, uh, kind of have a stare off with the party. You want to punish her for something that might happen? They're not going to care about her as a person after you tell them. They're only going to see a monster. Brandon's going to jump in. Funny thing is, friend, my buddy and I, I'll point to Kelvin, we've been to Aubrey before, a while back. Used to be a problem with a little thing called vampires. Maybe you heard of them. Well, if you live there now, you know that there are quite a little, maybe a small population of them left that are considered friends of the city, right? He's going to um, probably very slowly nod. Yeah. Well, that's because they talked it out. You know, my, my friend and I had a, had a an idea, a thought in our head about what a vampire was before that whole town thing went down, and uh, it ended up in everyone's favor. So maybe before you decide to rush off and take her with you and, you know, possibly get shot in the back by us, you sit down, have some food, and go with us tomorrow. Larg's going to um, address Tamara again. He's pretty much ignoring Grayson at this point, even though he's kind of standing between him and the rest right. of the party. Um, he says, um, I'm, I'm from Donhurst, and um, when I came home a couple days ago, I found everybody gone, um, and a lot of them were dead. And we found out when I met everybody here that it was because of this guy named Mox, who I didn't really know, but I met him a couple times. And he um, he lost somebody that he cared about, and he decided that he cared about that person more than anybody else. And he did something stupid and selfish and he got thousands of people killed just to get her back and that's what you'll be doing if you go back you have to tell him Colin will look at Tamara now and he'll say and he'll he'll be like nodding with all of this and he's like you made your case to us you can make your case to them and he'll look around and be like, we can't guarantee your life uh, based on their decision, but imagine how less stressful it'll be to have the help of an entire community to keep you from harming yourself and everyone else. 
Imagine the, imagine letting go of the stress of holding this in and keeping a secret. Think of how much better it could be. Do me a favor, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> he just caught <costs> a big <laughs> ball. <laughs> that is a 23. She's going to look down at the fire, and you can tell she's giving some real thought to what Keldon's saying. Grayson, on the other hand, is going to start to approach Braylon just a bit. Colin steps in front of him. Right. Not not in a menacing way, just more of a... Oh, okay, okay. The story you were telling about the vampires. Tell me something. Before they let the three live in their town, how many of them had to die before giving them a chance? Braylon will, like, smile up. Oh, I don't know, a hundred? It was a lot. I'm not gonna lie. But the difference is, this time, there's one. They're not facing the entire population of vampires. They're facing one person. A gentle woman. Who, as far as I can see, doesn't have an aggressive bone in her body when she's human. It's much easier to convince them to let one person live in peace than to let an entire population of something that's been known to drink blood of others. Maybe before you come at me, you should think about the numbers here, buddy. He's going to kind of like pat him on the side of his hand. Do me a favor, roll a persuade, uh, perception check. Ooh, he's going to stab me. Oh, I'm so good right now? Yeah. <laughs> the second you reach out and touch his hand, you are going to notice it is very cool to the touch. <laughs> oh. My fa- I think my face will sour a little as my hand comes back. Like, what the hell? Though he was just frozen for a second, so like yeah, that's not yeah, probably sorry. not. That one's on me. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I, I, Braylon wouldn't know that Colin can do that yet, so he'd be piecing it together, right? Because he, Colin was the one who held him, and he, we heard him cast a spell, so I'm a little confused because I don't think I've seen this yet. I'd say you see the frost, like the the. Oh the, like yeah, the, okay. yeah. I mean, I imagine yeah. like Calvin's powers usually manifest in a pretty. Uh, visual form. visual yeah, way. There's, yeah. a, there's a little bit like fly, flying around him or flying around. Him, yeah. Okay. It's not as visual as some of them. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take them. I'll note it in my head. And he's going to, uh, he's going to just like withdraw slightly. Like he wasn't like he maybe expected you to hurt him or something like that when you reached out. I'm a third of his size. If he's <laughs> flinching, he's anyone can carry a knife, dude. <laughs> Anyone can carry a knife. But, like, he's going to just, like, maybe flinch just a little bit, and then... Do you know what the problem is with more than one or two people knowing about her condition? You start to enter something called mob rule. Fear has a funny way of driving normal people to make exaggerated decisions completely based in fear not only will they see her as a monster but they're going to think about all of the things that could happen and they'll start to see them as absolutes they will 
kill her. Brennan will look at him, kind of cock his head sideways. Well, good thing you're not in charge of the city. That was a pretty quick decision you just made there. He's going to be slightly exasperated and just, just kind of march away from Braylon, just, ugh, just almost in disgust and, and motion back toward, uh, Tamara. Braylon shrugs. Whatever. Not a good idea to talk to assholes anyways. He's going to say it really loud so you can hear it. Oh, man. <laughs> Tamara is visibly upset. And I would say Grayson would pick up on that and probably reach out for her hands again and um, do something that looks a bit like a practiced motion. Like he's going to press his forehead against hers and uh, he's going to speak very, very low. Um, barely a whisper. Um, and she's uh, she's going to close her eyes and say something back to him. And he is going to retract just a little bit. And you're going to hear him say, Are you sure? And she's going to nod. Tamara's going to address the group. Do all of you feel this way? That there's no way we could just keep this a secret? Tatiana's going to raise her hand and she's just going to say, honestly, I don't give a shit. I just want you to leave. So. <laughs> Larg spins around like, dude. <laughs> How would Elena feel? Elena has sort of just been listening in on everything. She's a little... She's still a little concerned about the relationship between Tamara and Grayson. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been listening to all of this and she's like sort of going to speak up and say... While I do think it is important to let everyone know. Also, I'd like to propose an alternate version of what might happen if we don't tell the people. Tamara, something happened and you told us that you and Grayson got in a fight. If he's supposed to be the one that helps you calm down and helps protect you, what happens if you get in a fight again? What happens when something happens again and you run out into the forest and you come across another group of people, but it's not us? You shouldn't have to rely on one person to be everything for you. You should have some in yourself and some in others. Plural. If you have one person that you rely on, 
when things or if things go bad, you lose it all. And that's never a good thing, especially in your situation. <clears throat> Tamara's going to speak up. We almost never fight. I was feeling trapped. I told you, I... I made a mistake. I I see that now. The, the past few days in this damn forest, I get it. I made a mistake. I just want to go home. I just want to go back to my regular life, please. I know you all mean well, and I know you're all concerned, and I appreciate that, but... She's going to stop for just a few moments, and she's going to look back at Grayson one more time, and then look back at the party. Please just let us go. Colin's going to shake his head. He's going to say, Elena makes a really good point. You both keep telling us, don't, don't blame you for this affliction that's happened to you. Why condemn you for it? But you need to stop blaming yourself. Sure, you have Grayson here. And he can be of help. Sure, you have us here, and we can be of help. Callie has, has been showing you breathing exercises and yoga, and those might help. Now imagine if you have a whole town of people who can help. I understand your trepidation about a mob mentality. But I think... If we call people from Aubrey to meet you in Dern Hollow, as we have discussed, you can make your case to them. And then you can come back into the community as a community member and let them decide. That's the best course of action. Oh, boy. Tamara's going to reach for her dagger. And... She's holding it in a very defensive position. She's not trying to attack anyone. But she's going to take a step back away from the camp. I'm... I'm so sorry, but I can't take that chance. Grayson's going to take one step back with her. I don't have any more hold person spells. <laughs> Colin will just look at her and say, Tamara, don't run. You are not our prisoner, but don't run. Do me a favor. Roll a persuasion check. Eee, that was good, the last one. Mm. That's still pretty good. Grayson is going to speak up because uh, Tamara is going to going to stop. You could tell her hand is just really shaky with this dagger. She doesn't want to hurt any of you. And Grayson is going to do the thing one more time where he kind of has his arm out and he's going to um, kind of like when you're bracing for impact on a car, you kind of jut your, your arm out to the passenger to try to hold them in place. 
he's going to do that with Tamara, and he is going to look to the party and in a low voice. Please. We don't want to hurt you. And you could tell there's um there's a timber of in his voice, like he is very much trying to communicate to the group that he would hurt you if he sees it as you're making him. So Larg will sort of just kind of his his stance hasn't changed too much. He's been mostly just looking at Tamara. Um, but he'll return his attention to Grace and kind of harden up a little bit again. And he'll just say, before you leave, you will have to kill me. Grayson's lips are going to part just a little bit. And you're going to watch as two of his teeth start to extend. I fucking told you guys. I told you he was a vampire. (laughs) And he is going to narrow his eyes at Larg. He is very much on the defensive. I would say Tamara is, at this point, probably holding, uh, probably holding an, uh, like, arm's reach, like a hand out to Larg. Um, not quite putting it on his chest, but like, just, just kind of like, don't, don't do it. Just like, let's just let us go and everything's fine. This doesn't have to end this way. Yeah, if she's got her hand out, he'll, he will take her hand. Oh no. And, and he will turn his attention to her completely and he'll just say just come with us. It'll be okay. You can just come with us. Grayson's going to say let her go. And Colin will speak up and at, to, towards Grayson and say look at you. So afraid. You're worried about people having fear. You're the one creating fear. You're the one creating panic. Look at you. Pulling your fangs out, out of nowhere. We mean you no harm. Do the people of Aubrey, do they know about you? Are you accepted like the other vampires in your city? He's going to take a deep breath. They don't. Ah, I see. So you want to hide her so you can hide yourself. That's what this is about. You're afraid of them attacking you, not of Tamra. Don't you see, in that city, they can embrace people like you. Whatever thing that keeps you from letting people know about that, that's your insecurity. But Tamra can have that. Why wouldn't you want that for her? If you truly care about her. He is going to fire back. You think because three vampires live in their city that they're completely accepted? Just because the people haven't risen their pitchforks and torches and murdered them in the streets. That they're just like anyone else in town. You were so ready to hand her off to them. And just let the chips fall where they may. If they kill her, they kill her. It'll be a fair trial. It's very easy when you're not the one being judged. 
do you think I don't get judged? He's going to kind of just like gesture to himself. He'll say, look at me. I'm, I'm dedicating my life to the opposite of what an orc is. But when everybody looks at me, they see this. And he kind of gestures to his face. And he says, you can live like this. You don't have to worry about the judgment. I do it every day. And the difference is that you are always going to be you. There's no chance of you losing control. I don't wish you any harm. All I'm asking is that you let us live our lives. If you get to Aubrey and you feel the need to tell them, then we aren't going to stop you. Mark will turn his attention back to Tamara and just be like, is that how you feel? Is that what you think? I'd rather you didn't tell them. He he kind of uh, he he basically Barg folds at that. He kind of just the air goes out of him. Colin's gonna close his eyes and say, "It's night." How far are you going to get? during the day. And again, still on the defensive. But he would probably retract his fangs. I can hide during the day. We're not that far from Dernhollow. We can avoid that entire town, though, if that would make you feel better. No, I just don't think you've thought this through. You're going to try and run out of here and then hole up for as long as there is daylight. You're creating a situation where Tamara here is going to be endangering you and other people. This is a situation you are manufacturing right now. And what would you suggest? And Colin's going to like put his hands to his temple and sit down and say, just what we've been trying to talk about this whole time. Come sit by our fire. We will not harm you as long as you are no threat to us. We intend to get Tamara safely to Dernhollow. And if that includes you, so be it. Tatiana's going to chime in. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, for Tatiana, this is the worst possible. If that were to happen, not only would you still be dealing with... Uh, you'd still be dealing with Tamara. Now you have another X-Factor involved in Grayson. 
Right. And I would think that when she says that, like, she's had her arms crossed, leaning up against a tree this whole time. Like, can, can this just, like, speed along, please? Sort of aggravated. Because she was excited when it first, when Grayson first came to camp and was like, all right, we're going to be on our way. Bye. And then sort of turned into this thing. Um, right. And like I said before, she really doesn't care if, which way it goes, because either way, the werewolf problem is gone. Um... And she's just going to sort of, like, uncross her arms and, like, throw her fists down when she looks over at Calden. And she's just going to say, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, where else are they going to go, Tatiana? I mean, they've said themselves, they're just going to try and make it to Aubrey, which I don't think is wise. I, and I don't think a good plan. And he's going to look back at them for a number of reasons. And if even if they get there, we go, we let everyone know, that that way is not going to go well for them. If, that how, if that's how all of this shakes out, you try and run from us to get to Aubrey, and let's say you make it, we send word there that the two of you are hiding something from the town, something very dangerous. I mean, what then? The, the scenario you're most afraid of, that's exactly how it's going to play out. You want to work with us here and not harm us? And not have us harm you? We're going to have to play this out a different way. And you're going to have to try, Grayson. You're going to have to really dig down deep and try. Tomorrow's been doing that since we picked her up. Or the other side of this coin... We all kill each other right now. Oh, boy. Boy, I, I'd say there's a long silence after that. Probably just the crackling of the fire. Yeah, it's like a real, like you can hear the crickets in the... Yeah. <laughs> like, literal. Because <laughs> they're literally in a situation where they either... Uh, I mean, there, there's only a few different options here, and none of them are great at this point. Because even if they go back to Aubrey now, you are telling them, well, we're going to tell the town. One way or another, Aubrey's going to know. So, their options are, essentially, walk out anyway and just take their chances. Maybe the forest will deal with you. Try to work with you and convince you that that is not the best option for them or kill you to make sure that you can't tell anyone. So I think that silence would settle in for quite a while. During that silence, what is uh, Tamara doing? I, man, I, 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 it would probably them glancing back and forth at each other and, Grayson, at a certain point, would probably, like, probably stop doing the thing where he's... Because there's no... It doesn't look like you guys are going to attack them. And they don't want to attack you. So it's probably just a frustrated, like, running his hand through his hair and just... Like, just, just kind of maybe cursing under his breath. And she is going to... Probably look down at this fire for a long time. And then Tamara's probably going to be the first one to speak up. 
What if we didn't go back to Aubrey? And Grayson would probably like, wait, what? And look back, <laughs> look over to her. What if we just moved away? We never went back. If we lived in a cabin somewhere away from people, would that would that be enough for you? Kind of want to insight that. Like, is that does she think that's an actually reasonable plan type thing? Uh, go go for it. Because my insights have worked out so well so far. Well, you're due. Hey. There you go. <laughs> That's a great insight. Basically, like, does she mean that? Yeah. Um. You could tell that this is like last ditch, bottom of the ninth. Is there a way that we could walk away from this and not try to kill each other type of thing? And this is not something she wants to do. But she's trying to find some sort of compromise. Grayson, on the other hand, is not happy with this plan. You could tell immediately. Mm. And he would probably, uh, he would probably approach her and you can hear them kind of, um, like doing that, that mumbly, like they're being very stern with each other, but like you could tell that they're, they're trying to talk this out like away from you, but you're right there. And, you know, bringing up all the points that, that, that they would probably bring, you know, our whole life is in Aubrey. You know, that's, that's, you know, that, that's where we live. That's where, that's where all of our possessions are, all that stuff. And essentially, because a few people want to kind of blow the lid off this secret, like we have to change our entire lives. That would be where he's coming from. And where she's coming from is you aren't going to stop. Like, in the short time that she's known you, Larg specifically probably will not let this slide. While they're discussing this, Larg's just kind of kind of turn around to the rest of the group. with, And, and, and he's not going to say anything, but just with his eyes, he's going to be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Colin's going to share that look with him. <laughs> Are they just, like, talking it over? Yeah, I'd say this goes on for a few moments. And Grayson would approach the party. He would get, you know, Tamara to, to join him, obviously, so that, you know, is everyone going to sit or are certain members of the group, let's say, a little more standoffish about this? I'll sit. Braylon will sit down. Okay. Yeah, Lord will sit. How about Tatiana? No, in fact, I think she would again cross her arms and then turn away from the fire <laughs> and huff, like... <sighs> Out of frustration. <laughs> I, I, I picture her, like, just pacing back and forth like a tiger. <laughs> just like... <sighs> like, she wants to get to bed. This is fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been a long day. Dire wolves? <laughs> <laughs> he is going to pipe up here. I have a substantial amount of gold. 
And he is going to look up from the fire and look to the party. Is there no way that we could work out a deal? I would give you everything that I have just to walk away from the situation. Let us live our lives. Mm, Braylon will look at Larg and kind of whisper to him, trying to make sure no one else hears it. Arathis is about moving forward, right? (laughs) (laughs) Larg's jaw clenches. Grayson, this isn't about gold. No amount of gold could pay for people's lives. I know you understand that. And it pains me to see the two of you throw your entire lives away because you're afraid of doing something hard. But if that is what you want, then I don't suppose we can stand in the way of that. He's going to perk up a bit. I think in our journey, we are still going to let the people of Aubrey or whoever needs to know that some of their residents are afflicted and are out there. If you decide to stay away from that, away from population and people, that's fine. That's your choice. But if you should decide to come back to Aubrey, know that they will know but know that that option is still available to you. I think that's the best we can do. The best I can do is we're going to Dern Hollow and I believe I really believe that that there are survivors there from my city and I believe that one of them is Ellen uh, who was my mentor and who's a high priestess of Arathis. And I believe that I can speak to her and in our notification to Aubrey, which is a holy city, if if I can get her to vouch for you, I think you'll be okay. I, but they need to know but I don't think they'll be afraid if I can, if we can vouch for you. Boy, I know, I, I, man, there's probably another silence. And he's looking at Tamara when he says that he's not paying Grayson a whole ton of attention. Yeah, I kind of, yeah. Grayson's going to exchange a look with Tamara. And then he's going to look at Lark. You said survivors from Donhurst. He nods. And he's going, you could tell like wheels are turning in his head. They're not snacks, Grayson. 
<laughs> he's going he's going to speak up I've I've seen the people you're talking about Mark sits up there were a large number of people in Dern Hollow many were continuing on to Aubrey He appeared to be shaken, but intact. Well, that's, that's good. That's even better. If they move to Aubrey, then, then that's easier for everybody. How much weight would you say this Ellen's word is good for him? I mean, out of, out of character, Jason, she's pretty high up within that temple, right? Yeah, she's, you know, there'd be some, there's some sway. Yeah. Her word is trusted. They'll listen to her. And, and she will listen to me. She will hear me out. I don't want either of you to be hurt or to lose your lives or to lose the trust of the city, but they need to know. And if I tell Ellen that and she tells Aubrey that, I trust that, that it will work for everybody. He is going to look at Tamara and they're going to, uh, they're, they're probably going to exchange glances for a bit. Tamara's going to speak up to the group. Can you give us a moment to talk about this? He nods. They're probably going to take a few steps away from camp. And they're going to start to uh, speak back and forth to each other uh, in, in kind of like a low whisper. What would be going on with the rest of the party here? Braylon will look at Larg. We gotta go to Aubrey now? Right? If your people are there? If that's where they went, I mean, we, you, I need to go. He just kind of looks at him and shrugs. Is like, I'm gonna go if you guys want to come with me. <laughs> Braylon looks like Holden. I mean, do you think they'll remember us? I don't know. Maybe they'll have a skilled healer in Aubrey as well. Oh, yeah, your arm. Whoops. And Brown's going to get a half smile. Tatiana's going to spin around uh, and face the group from her brooding position that she was once in. And she's just going to sort of whisper talk at them. You guys, this is our chance to get rid of these two. It won't be our problem anymore. Yeah, but Tatiana, it's not just, it's not dirt on the hands. It can just be washed away. There's so much more at stake here, letting these people go. I mean, Lockford just got its werewolf problem under control. Imagine if that broke out again. 
Yeah, Braylon will jump in. Yeah, Tati, just like you said about your debt. And he's going to cover his mouth. Oh! You fucker. Tatiana. will like, look at Braylon and then, like, look at Tatiana. Tatiana is going to look at Braylon and just shoot daggers from her eyes. And then she's going to do one of those, like, hand to the nose, just, like, brushing her nose, like, like it's no big thing. She's just going to look back at Calden. You know what? It's fine. Forget I said anything. I'm going to be over here. I don't think I'm needed in this conversation. And she's going to go and uh, walk over to her little sleeping space and just lay down. And Braylon still has both his hands on his mouth. And he looks at Colin and then Lark. And then shakes his head and, and just sits back down on the log. Colin is going to sign me like, if we... There's... If we keep unpacking things in this forest, we are never going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Lark glances at Callie. What's she, what's she been doing? Oh, God. Callie's like... So, she's really... Kind of seems a little out of it, because she's like really tired from all like the concussion stuff and everything that's been going on. You um, yeah, and drunk. <laughs> yes, Callie's partially drunk. She's like, it kind of feels like she, it kind of looks like she feels maybe like a little guilty for bringing this whole situation on the party, and she just really doesn't know what to do. Mostly, so she's kind of like uncomfortable. And she fought so hard, too. <laughs> she fought that so was hard before the Vampire was in the equation. <laughs> Everything is like upside down for her. But as long as nobody talks about just like murdering them in their sleep, you know, she's fine. <laughs> Scratch that idea off. The <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> What about Elena? How's Elena handling it? I think she's sort of in the same boat as Callie as, you know, we thought there was this idea of what was going on and what was right and what was wrong. And now everything is in a gray area and it's hard to figure out the best course of action when all of this hasn't really happened before like there's not much of a detail of like oh well it happened before and this is what happened and how it worked like there's no map on how to do this and how to handle this and I think I think Elena is just I mean she's like okay with that whole like cabin in the woods type thing <laughs> to be honest, it's like, yeah, where all the monsters come out to kill everyone, yeah, <laughs> just like the movie. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. She's she's mostly confused. She's probably like really quiet, just like looking down at like her hands or something, because she doesn't know where she's supposed to go from here. I would say, after a good five, five minutes, somewhere in there, they're going to step back toward the camp, and uh, Grayson is going to speak up. You're all dead set on this idea. 
then? Like so, phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin will nod too. Then I make one final request to you. We will not impede your progress or stop you from getting word to Aubrey. Would you allow us that we leave camp tonight and make our way back to town? We would like to make some final arrangements before whatever the town decides. I mean, Largo glance around at the rest of the group and see if he can get a gauge for everybody reacts to that. Braylon's kind of really, he, he shows some relief. Like his shoulders aren't up in any, they're like lowered now, relaxed. Tati's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Is she making a show of it? Like, woo! <laughs> I mean, maybe when she first went down there, you know, like huffing into her little thing back to like making a big thing of it, but no, she, not anymore. I don't know. You, I, I guess, called on will ask. Like, you mean gather some personal effects, that kind of thing. We would also like to write some things out in case. And then he's going to kind of trail off because you know. Larg stands up and um, and approaches the two of them. And uh, he has, uh, so Lark has, he has, <laughs> the holy symbol of Arathus is kind of all over him. <laughs> it's on his tabard, it's on the brooch, on his cloak, and it's also on the holy symbol that he usually um, has wrapped around his gauntlet. Uh-huh. He's going to unwrap the holy symbol from his gauntlet and give it to Tamara. Okay. He's saying, if you need to go, you can go, but I want you to have this. And I want you to remember why it's really important. I don't want anything bad to happen. And, and we're not, this isn't all to be mean. It's just, it's important. And this is important. And he gives it to her. And she would, she would take it. And there'd probably be a moment's hesitation after she took it and she's listening to, to Lark's words and then she would she would give kind of a subtle nod and she would reach out and hug Lark uh, after a minute he would kind of he would hug back and after she after she pulls away Grayson would probably hold a hand out to Larg's now unwrapped gauntlet. Um, yeah, Larg will actually remove his gauntlet and shake his hand. And unless someone stops them after the handshake, um... Well, can, uh, Colin, I mean, Colin will ask, can, can we deliver anything for you written-wise, or do you prefer to leave that yourself? We can take care of that ourselves. Thank you. Tamara would probably wave to everyone in the party. Uh, specifically, 
you know, remembering that Callie, you know, stood up for her and Mark's been very helpful. Elena chimed in too. And Grayson would give a final nod to everyone. And again, unless someone stops them, they are going to take off into the night. As they're leaving, classic Raylan wave. Bye, I'm sorry, you monsters, and we couldn't work this out better. (laughs) (laughs) Mark whips around, dude. Yes. Sleep, yes. Callie wants to do one more thing. Okay. Um, So, feeling like all the tension, she is going to change into her wolf form and just like do a couple laps around camp, just like. You know, like, get the energy out. Just kind of shake that off. Yeah, and then she's going to (laughs) sneak up on Tatiana and stick her nose in her ear and give her, like, a wet willy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and that's it. How would Tatiana (laughs) react to a wolf in her face if she woke up? I'm just just curious. Fox. Fox, sorry, not a wolf. Why did I say wolf? Fox. Fox. That's much less intimidating. Very badly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stab. <laughs> yeah, but I it's gonna wait really quick. <laughs> really quick. Uh, says your dex save, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you guys like to get some sleep for the night? Yes. 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 It's been a rough yes. day. Seventeenth mm-hmm. of Yesti, one day outside of Darren Hollow. <laughs> we did it. Did it. Did it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Tatiana. Yes. Do me a favor. Give me a d20. Pacha! <laughs> that is a crit, ladies and gentlemen. We teleport. <laughs> Describe to me what the mood of the party is going to be the next day. Waking up, you know, the, the campfire's out. Tamara's gone. Grayson's gone. There's no sign of them. Um, okay. Really quickly, as soon as Tatiana wakes up and realizes that they're gone... Before anybody else is awake, she is going to do a little jig. (laughs) Just like her own little happy dance, and then she'll go about to wake everybody else up. I think Braylon would spend the day doing two things. First one is he's going to write a song called Larg's Lament. And it's going to be like one of those sad, like, uh, like sad rock ballads from the 80s. Oh, like a little, yeah. little every rose yeah. has its thorn, little yeah, every poison. Rose has a thorn. Yeah. Uh a little bit of uh uh what the hell's her name? Those two guys who did show. Those guys, those oh guys. yeah, yeah. A little uh little Nelson's I can't live without your love and yeah. affection. Yeah, yeah. And then uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and perfect it for Larg. I don't wanna show him yet. And then the second thing is I wanna go up to Tatiana as like we're packing up and getting ready in the morning. Or yeah, where's everyone's breaking down camp and he's gonna, he's gonna approach her and say Okay, look, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I almost let me look behind him. I almost let the secret out. Okay, it was just sometimes I forget about these things called filters, you know? Tatiana, as she's like strapping stuff down or whatever, she's going to look down to Braylon and just with a giant smile. It's fine. No worries. She kind of look up. Really? Oh, yeah, you bet. You know, you live, you learn, right? Okay, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's going to kind of take a step back. Did you get possessed or something? Because I've seen that happen before. 
Uh, and she's going to, like, throw her backpack around her shoulder, and she's just going to say, no, it's just a really great day. Uh, I think it'll click for him after a second. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to put out a hand for, like, a fist bump. She fifths, fist bumps back. Okay. He'll nod. Also, um, just a thought. In the future, you might want to tell them about why you took such a hard stance. Just a word of advice. Uh, she's just gonna smile again and uh, get ready to walk out. She's in too good a mood to have anything <laughs> bring her down. <laughs> Do they, like, leave a visible trail or anything? Uh, yeah, I'd say just outside camp. Uh, you could definitely say that they were heading in the direction of Durn Hollow, like down the road. But, yeah, unless you're tracking them? No, I think he just is looking. I think he was just looking to see like what kind of direction they they went yeah. in. Yeah, I, I don't think it would be hard to see that. So, you guys have some miles to go here, and um, this day, strangely enough, uh, the forest is going to thin out, and eventually you are going to be outside of what would be called the divide. I can't imagine the elation of. Uh, finally leaving this godforsaken forest. <laughs> I can't wait to go back in. Oh, God. <laughs> we are taking a caravan, and I'm paying for it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not walking through there again. Uh, uh, and the sun is shining. The birds are a chirping. It is beautiful. Um, I'd say beyond uh, a couple of uh, a couple of other people on the road, that type of thing, that kind of like you you nod to them, they nod to you, riding on by. It is going to be dusk when you guys finally round the bend and and come over this hill and see the town of Durn Hollow. I think that is a good time for us to stop for the evening. I want to make a note that Brandon plays coming to America. <laughs> oh wow! Darn hollow. <laughs> At least we made it. <laughs> we did. Oh my god! I thought for a second. I thought you were gonna say, and "Coming up is Darn Hollow, and it's on fire." It's on fire. It <laughs> <laughs> never recovered. Uh, Somebody else first in this. I guess. Uh, congratulations, guys! <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I'm drained. I don't know about you. I'm super drained. That was fucking crazy. God, you guys did a good job. That was fucking crazy. That was great. Vampire? Come that on, really? really crazy. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a fight with a werewolf and a vampire. I, I, I like, thought no, you did, yeah. two things. I'm so trying to <laughs> bring us all into the situation. <laughs> Way to go, Jameson, dude. What a good yeah, Jameson. Yeah, dude, that was today. amazing. Uh, <sighs> sick. I, didn't, this game. I didn't mean for that to be the large show. No, 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 no. <laughs> Was it no, good? No. I'm, I'll buy another ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, that will do it for brand new episodes this month. We are going to be having extended rest. Uh, keep your eyes peeled on Facebook and Twitter for the exact date and time. Also. If you haven't rated us on iTunes, that would be a huge help to the show. Uh, we want to spread the word to as many people as possible, obviously, and we want to get to number one one day. 
Also, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, we are doing a Living in Theria this month on Monks. We're currently taking questions on our Discord, and we'll be recording that probably within the next couple of days. Thank you guys for your continued support, and we will see you at Extended Rest. Bye!